radio. We all need it. Commercial radio. Makes us feel good. Commercial radio. Give us some more commercial. Commercial radio. Those are just like fuck. Commercial radio. Fucking give us that shit. Commercial radio. Let me tell you about a time when I, too, was poor as ice. It was when I was between the ages of 15 and 45. I was P-O-O-R. So poor, in fact, that when I had to fix the radiator of my truck, I couldn't afford it at all. I had to get one of my cow's udders, and I sewed that into the machinery of my vehicle and put antifreeze in that udder. It got hot and burst, so I was stuck at home for oodles of time. I'm 55 years old now. Do I have a, a leg to stand on? Yeah, I do, because I robbed a bank when I was 45 years old. Now, here's how I did it. I got a gun. I got a mask. I got a surfboard. I said, this is a stick-up. Stick Everybody laughed. Oh, we've seen this movie before. This guy's hilarious. I go, <laughs> I know. Okay, let's put money in here. And they did. I said, the camera's going to be on, you guys. They said, camera? Camera. I said, look out. Oh, not that window. And they looked out the wrong window. They filled up the bag, and I said, have yourselves a wonderful time. And I said it just like that. Do you know what they thought I was going to do? They thought I was going to turn around and come back in with the video camera crew and, and we'd all have such a good laugh. But I walked straight to my Toyota Tacoma. I popped it in the back seat and I took off like lightning. I headed straight for the border, south, to the Baja Peninsula, where I send you my greetings from. So if you're feeling poor, think outside the box. Be entrepreneurial. And go get that money. Get rich. Get rich. There are many, many ways to get rich. Get rich. Get rich. There are many, many ways to get rich. I'm speaking to the horniest man alive. Sir, how old are you? 48. How about you? Can you describe how horny you are and some of the issues it is causing you? Can <laughs> you say problems? Oh, the only problem I have is not being able to beat the whack-off record of 36 times in 24-hour period. I'm very optimistic. I'll be able to break my dad's record very Dad, you're going down, you son of a bitch. Would you say your mom had a great time raising such a horny lad? Only after my dad passed. <laughs> hey, how did you... 
How did you stay a virgin until the age of 24, with being as horny as you are? <laughs> well, if animals count, then that would be, a, you know, age of 10. But <laughs> I, know, I know this sounds a little, you know, kind of awful and dark, but I was fortunate enough that my dad died when I was 24. You know, my that's what left my mom really lonely and, you know, needing, needing me. Me. If you, sir, sir, if you had to sex up an inanimate object, which object would you prefer? <laughs> Dad's thermos. Oh, I just have one more question. I just have one more question. Does anything make you less horny? Oh, nothing, 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 nothing. You could be counting change in another room across the house, and I'll be pulling my fucking hog in another room. Just pulling it. I love anything. Anything just sets me off. I'm so fucking horny right now. Oh, there's snow on the ground. I'm talking. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. The horniest man alive. Come down and grab an autograph. Whenever you get a chance, I believe he's down going to be down at the corner of 4th and 5th Avenue and Street, respectively. And I think that he will be signing autographs there for day and night. I think he sleeps there for sure. And if you are offering some free orgasms, free sex for this horny, horny, horny guy, please do. Please give him some of that. We would all be eternally grateful. And it's a little less risky for the rest of us at night, maybe even during the day. I bent over there one time. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. But I don't want it again. Because... I didn't want it then. I was busy. Now, I don't want to get into a rambling spiel about whether or not there should be a, a man this horny living alone with no home on the corner of 4th and 5th Avenue and Street, respectively. I'm going to hug for you. Pull my fucking hog out for you. Is it safe for society? Fucking pull my hog out for you. This is the podcast. Like we're, This is brought to you by Hammerfish Motor Oil. This segment, I forgot to say that. Hammerfish Motor Oil. I don't drive fast because I need to get somewhere in a hurry. No. I drive fast because I am fast. It's due to a crippling anxiety. If I don't get away from wherever I was quickly, I'm gonna get beat with a belt, locked in a room for hours, and then shared around to the adults who came over to Mummy's Parlor of Sex. <laughs> That's why I use Hammerfish Motor Oil. It cleans as it goes, and boy, do we go. Hammerfish Motor Oil. Get it wherever oil is sold. Hey, good swim, bud. Everyone had fun, it looks like. Yeah, you bet. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. How come, I've, how come we've been brothers-in-law for six years, bud, and I've never seen your dick? Huh? Don't get me wrong, I don't want to see your dick, but I have seen everyone's dick, and I just don't want you to be like feel embarrassed in any way. And my dick's out right now, and I, I I just hope I'm not blasting a nuke through your eyeballs with this thing here. And don't I just want you to know, don't worry about your dick flapping around. It's like it's no offense to me if I see it. I'm a grower, not a shower, bud. Oh, a grower, not a shower. I've heard that before, but I you know I can't say I know what that means. What does it mean? Holy shit! Your towel's rising up. Yeah, Cody. Bud. As soon as the showing starts, Uncle Bruno here runs and hides, but you know what? Cover him up, and he's happy to rise to the occasion. Holy wow! Nice big pecker! Whoa, no wonder my sister can't walk sometimes. <laughs> Whoa, let's make it a tent in here. Kids! Kids! 
Come check out Uncle Brad's huge dick tent. I don't know. Guys, don't pull on the towel. Oh, don't dear. Oh. Hey, Brads. What, what, what is that, Brad? Uh, uh, this is Uncle Bruno. Uh-oh, here he is. Uncle Bruno, Uncle Bruno. He's got a right sense of humor and he loves to go on walks. Uncle Bruno, Uncle Bruno. He's got money in his pocket and he drives a Rolls Royce. Uncle Bruno, Uncle Bruno. Kids are trapped on the fifth floor. Who do you call? Uncle Bruno, Uncle Bruno. Uncle Bruno, this fall on CBC. I government, I law, I make you do you um. The world is at war and will continue to be at war until every single person in the world is dead. There may be one human left in the end, but she will fight herself and will end up at war with herself in a war she cannot win. In other news, there was a kitten found under an overpass this afternoon, crying and cold. A kind citizen, Maria Lopicia, hopped out of her vehicle onto the roadway and retrieved it. It is believed she named the kitten Goldie and is a cat lover. Maria, are you on the line? Yes! How is the new kitten, Goldie? Ah! Uh, Goldie? I don't know. That one's in here somewhere. I damn, I really don't know. Well, good luck to that young cat. In sports today, former major leaguer Nomar Garciaparra has won an award. It's not clear what the award is, or if it's a recent award. We do know Nomar Garciaparra rarely receives rewards at all these days, and we would love to tell you the particulars of this potential award. But we know no more about it. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James all have at least one thing in common. Maybe more. They are all black, played basketball, are taller than average, and had mothers. It is believed that they each knew a Kevin, liked cereal, and depended on oxygen. It is also widely rumored that they all like dogs of some kind. One of them is dead. The other two are not dead yet. And that is the biggest difference we've uncovered so far. You've seen a guy smell his own fart. But have you seen a guy see a guy smell his own fart? Or a guy fart and smell his fart while he looks at a guy smelling his own fart? Have you ever smelled your fart and wondered if it was intermingled with another guy's fart because it smelled different? Or wondered if you had colon cancer because you felt it splash out instead of squeak out. Maybe you thought you were probed at night because your fart said <sighs> instead of <sighs> ever hoped to one day be part of a group fart project in a greenhouse? 
Well, then you might be our new editor. Thoughts and Ponderances on Farts is a must-have for everyone who farts and everyone who has a coffee table. With visuals that'll get you wanting more beans, Thoughts and Ponderances on Farts informs, delights, and sends those thoughts of suicide packing. Come and be our next editor. Bring a bag of broccoli, dark roast coffee, some ground ham, two sprigs of milk thistle, and a Ziploc bag. We can't wait to meet you. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of our Lord and Savior, the gambler, Wayne Gretzky. I'm Pastor Luke of the First Presbyterian Baptist Pentecostal Church on Fifth Avenue. Also seen on Ask Pastor Luke, a video podcast watched by many devout, generous, and loved children of God. I recently destroyed an atheist in a debate on my podcast. My opponent was no match for the almighty word of God and his humble servant, me. Let's be clear. I don't want to taunt or gloat or develop pride. I want to point out, however, that it was important for me to defeat my opponent thoroughly, to show believers the way to salvation through the Holy Spirit who entered my body and his words came out of my mouth. If I had lost the debate, would some people lose faith in God? Perhaps. So I'm glad I took on the challenge and I destroyed my atheist opponent. Let's go to a clip of the widely watched debate. How do you explain the existence of morality then without a good God to show the way? I don't know. There we have it. You don't care. No. What about miracles? There have been thousands of documented cases involving unexplained events. Science can't explain. But witnesses claim seeing the hand of God at work. How do you explain that? Can I do right now? Aha! You're cooked! There is a God, and you will know him, and you will burn in hell for eternity. No. To be eternally raped by Satan, you filthy Jezebel. You can watch the rest of the debate on my YouTube channel. And I think they learned a lesson. Don't step to Pastor Luke with your no God, blah, 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 horse crap. Buy my book, Seven Ways into Jesus' Holy Lap. Here's an excerpt. The fourth way is by substituting secular swears for almost swears. For example, instead of saying fuck, say frig. Instead of shit, say crap. Or cripes, say oh my gosh. Instead of oh my god. Instead of fucking asshole, Say, farking dill hole. Instead of slimy cunt, say, slimy boop. Instead of motherfucker, say, father trucker. Instead of goddamn horseshit, say, oh slam, horse flips. You get the gist. Do you think Jesus wants someone with a potty mouth on his lap saying phrases such as, I'll fuck a fucking prostitute in the asshole or cunt 
I don't care if it costs a goddamn 50 spot. I need to get those motherfucking blue balls drained before I preach tomorrow morning, you fucking cunts. No, he doesn't. Order Seven Ways Onto Jesus' Lap by Pastor Luke. That's me. Suggested donation is $99. Email the money to Dr. James Dobson's son at gmail.com. I'll pull my hog for you. Pull my fucking hog out for you. Pull my hog out for you. Fucking pull my hog out for you. Hey, I'll pull my hog out for you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bippy, your host of Missing Persons Corner. <laughs> do -de -do -de -do. Today we're featuring Stan Cacklebaum, who went missing from his home when he was only 12. He was wearing a red coat, jeans, and white Nikes the day he walked away from school and towards his home because Daddy didn't show up again. He would be 49 years old today, <laughs> if he were alive, and would probably have lots of friends. <laughs> Let's talk to his 81-year-old dad. Hi, Dad. Oh, sir, I Welcome to the feature. <laughs> How do you feel? Oh, yes. Well, I feel okay today. Thank you for asking. <laughs> have you tried everything to find your son? We have tried everything. Being on your program is one of the things. Oh, we, we've never, ever given up hope. I've, I've never, ever given up hope. Good! Don't give up hope! Do you think he's alive? I certainly hope he is. But it's it's been a long time. We're hoping that anyone who may think they know some, anything, something, to please email us at missingstan at hopemail.com. Do you want me to do my conjuring dance to see if he communicates with us? Um, sure. Yay! Dance, dance, dance. Dad? Yeah, Dad, it's me, it's me. Stan? Yeah, yeah, Dad, it's me. I'm sorry, Dad, for walking home that day. Don't, 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 I'm so sorry. Dad, I'm doing great. So sorry. Mom's here. And you'll be here before you know it. Son, I missed you. I miss you so much. What, what happened? Oh, uh, I was hit by a car, and the driver put me in the trunk and buried my body in his backyard. It was it was Michael Delaney. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Son, you're here. No, Dad. No, Dad. You're here. You're here. What? Hey, this is so neat. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Missing Persons Corner. I'm Bippy. Come again.
How do you get to sleep with that sound behind you all night long? Like a nincompoop working on a buzzsaw. Here are some of the things that I've tried so I can catch some Z's as well when I'm laying beside the buzzman. Put a sock in his mouth. Put drugs under his nose. Put a noose around his neck. Poison his cereal every morning. Shove toothpicks up his nostrils. Slam a straw down his windpipe. Bash him in the head with a baseball bat. None of these things has worked for me so far. But I'm willing to try more. If you have any tips and tricks, please reach out to me. I'm Wendy. And I live at 626 Flyman Avenue to stop by. Hi, I'm Troy. And I'm excited to announce that my gumball initiative to liven up the West Kootenays has passed through City Hall. If you chew gum, this is your day. No more leaving it under desks, bust seats, ashtrays, garbage, or the river. Leave your flavorless wad on the gumball downtown. It's currently one foot in diameter, and mostly my own gum. But have no doubts, it will be the biggest gumball in the world. Then who won't be coming to the West Kootenays? Nobody. Because everyone will be here at the gumball. Made of our gum, community gum. Oh, here's my dad, who's come down to see. Well, you did it, son. Your dream is coming true. Yes, it is, Dad. Do you have any plans for the gumball at night, Troy? I don't know what you mean, Dad. I'm just asking if you have any plans yourself for that gumball at night. Dad, I think that's your ride right there. Folks, he's going to stick his dick in the gumball. Uh-uh. How, how old are you, 13? Get out of here, Dad. When you Get took out it, of here, Dad. You took that huge gumball everywhere with you? This is stupid! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up, Dad! <laughs> This is the West Kootenays new tourist hotspot. Bring your gum here, spit it right into my hand. And if you're willing, I'd gladly smell the inside of your mouth after. For a paper I'm writing for City Hall. I'm Troy. Psychiatrist's Review I'm Psychiatrist Helen. It may seem to some that our friend Troy here is a villain from wanting to stick his dick in a gumball made of other people's gum. In fact, I would argue that sticking his dick in the gumball, where it may not have been noticed if it wasn't for his dad, isn't as unhealthy as, say, sticking his dick in a sheep which has feelings or committing any non-consensual sexual act with another living being. The question you may want to ask yourself today is, should I be giving my tax dollars to someone who just wants to fuck my gum? Ladies, 
Is your man a stinky mess? Try potpourri. In particular, Ted and Grandma's potpourri. It smells really fucking good. What is potpourri? Fuck. Let's look it up together. Hey Garth, can you grab me the dictionary please? Garth? Fuck Garth! Sorry buddy, Garth! Can you grab me the dictionary bud? There it is, wowie wow. Wow, mm, that's a nice hand you have. <laughs> that's a nice hand. Thank you. You bet bud. Potpourri, okay. Here it is, potpourri. A mixture of three petals and spice, spice, placid in in a bowl or smell sack sack to perfume. Clothing or a room. And there you have it. So we dried up some petals. These came from some kids' bikes. Then we chopped them up with an axe. Tiny pieces. Then spice. We have tons of that. Spice around here? We ground that into nice bits and shoved them in a bag. What kind of bag, you ask? Well, hey Garth, what kind of bag? Alright, it's a tiny burlap sack. I cut from a big burlap sack, and I sewed them and tied them up. Wow, and you can have a tiny potpourri sack. Stick it in your boyfriend's pocket. Let him sniff it. It's a weird smell. Quite odd, in fact, and warning. If your man has never tried spice before, up your nose. It's a bit of a wild ride, so be aware. Potpourri! What a thing. Swing by and grab a bag. Ted and Grandma's potpourri. 20 bucks a bag. We also have meth, crack, heroin, fuck, you name it. Horse semen. Ted and Grandma's on 5th Avenue. Thank you so much for coming in today. It's true. We've received a message from Andrew. Your father, husband, cousin, friend. ETC, ETC, ETC. He is alive, but we don't know where. This message was received via bottle. The bottle was retrieved by this beachcomber here, Abraham. Hey, uh, hey uh, guys, I'm Abraham. I, 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 fuck, I was fucking just fucking standing, fucking fussing with my fucking bunions. And holy fuck, this fucking bottle shows up as a fucking message in the fucking thing. I open up the fucking note expecting it to be from some fucking broad written down her hopes and dreams or some fucking map to some fucking booty or some shit. But it was a fucking this here. So I fucking brought it to the fucking cops and uh, fuck. I await your kind decision regarding a reward. Fuck. Andrew's son. Thank you, Abraham. Andrew's son, Todd Dildo Jansen, will now read the note. Okay, okay, I'm, okay, I'm Todd. Okay, here we go. If you're reading this, shut your mouth and listen. I've been taken captive by some sort of farmer, hat and all. He has a son. I didn't see his son's face, though. 
could have been a chick. I'm in a barn loft. Hay is here. There's no light. Straw fairly soft. Cats visit. Befriended a crow. Callahan Cowboy is what I've named him. The reason I send this long-form missive via bottle is to inform and excite my former friends and family that I am alive, but also that I am happier among the hay, the crow, Callahan Cowboy, and the tiny mice than I ever was with any of you. Karen, you're daft. Ken, you're a poof. Dildo, you're a cancer. Polly, you're a dweeb. Chaz, you're beige. Sissy, floss. Ben, buzz off to Pork Island. Sarah, kill yourself. That being said, I've buried my money where the sun don't shine, where the apple rolls from the tree where the eagle rests and the tall grass sways. Grab a knife. Let the games begin. The first person to find it keeps it. Now fuck off. Go die. You suck, fuck ass, suck, cunt, fuck dicks. It looks like that's all the note says. As executor of Andrew's estate... I will now state the obvious. With Andrew being alive, we cannot divvy up the estate. All we have are his vague directions to an unknown amount of stashed money. Karen, you have a question. Thanks, Executor. Thanks so much. Okay. Well, guys, my dad had millions of dollars. If he stashed it all... It means he disappeared on purpose, which means he knows where he is. A, which means he's never coming back. B, but listen, if a smaller amount of money is found, then he was probably actually kidnapped and still doesn't want to come home and see us. So you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds oh, like... Oh, hey, let me... Oh, sorry. Gonna cut you off. You've got... Sorry, Kay. It's... It's... Uh, it's, uh, it's Todd again. Listen. What she's trying... What she's getting at, I think, is that... Dad's out there and he's fucking a crow. And he's fucking a bunch of animals in a hayloft. Todd, no. And if he's getting his jollies I'm that way... It's, that's it's totally tell the cool. Cops that we know that's where he fine. is. It's, don't but worry also, about it. Don't try and find him. Why we'll doesn't find he just him. give us his money? We'll find him. Right? Right? He should be giving us or his then, money. Or then we'll kill him. Not and just hanging out in a hayloft. Fucking just animals. Just tell the cops you ran away on purpose. That's just gross, right? <laughs> what do you Isn't think? It, guys? Let's go get it him. Gross? Let's go get this yeah. dash. Let's go get gross. this. Let's get this fucker. Right. It's gross. Todd Dildo Jansen. I don't want to get Stop into talking. the logistics of it. Stop like talking. Fucking tiny crow Stop. and whatever. You guys know what I'm t- coming Executor. at. Executor. He should die. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to kill him? Yes. Oh, you want to kill him? Guys, I think we should just find this fucking guy and kill him and get his money. That's all. And then get his money. How are Mom, are you just going to lay there? Are you going to agree Unless for once? He disappeared on purpose, which means he's probably playing a trick. Uh, Uncle Polly. You guys, he's probably just playing fuck. a trick on us. You guys just fucking zombies. Guys, guys, listen. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. First... Let's find this stash, and then we will decide. 
if we hunt and kill him. Does that sound like a plan? Everyone? Okay. Good. Good. Are you in, Abraham? Oh, fuck yeah. It's great to hear, alright. Let's go find the stash. Oh, fuck, but I haven't been on a fucking stash hunt in fucking who fucking knows fucking how fucking long. Fuck, I'm so fucking pumped I can fucking pee my fucking pants. Fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, man, it's a real good fucking day. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. That guy sounds like a real fucking tool. Let's fucking do him in. I'll pull my hog for you. Pull my fucking hog out for you. Pull my hog out for you. Fucking pull my hog out for you. Hey, I'll pull my hog out for you. Audio books that are written and read by those who can't read, written and read by those who can't read, who can't read. Please join us in listening to a snippet of a book written by Colton, guided along by Ellen. The book is called Blood Banana. The light bridge is glowing very brightly to pedestrian pedestrian stop on each side and stare at each other neither move then one does then they both do they walk slowly toward each other eyes locked one reaches into their pocket the other follows suit they stop 10 meet meters apart it's a draw it appears they both brought bananas. They uh, peel, purple. They, are, they appear are combative. Bananas drawn simultaneously. They raise their bananas like two wild boars. These two combatants rain furious blows. There is blood splatter. Any forensic team would get a hard-on for four. An eyeball is rolling on the ground like a marble. Blink-182 plays in the background. It's a banana battle. Both of these combatants Good. want to win. The prize? Life itself. <sighs> Fuck! I don't have an ending. Go away. Thank you for listening to this audiobook snippet written by Colton. He can't read or write very well. Audiobooks that are written and read by those who can't read, written and read by those who can't read, who can't read. Old love letters recovered from old trunks. Sadie. You are the utmost lady. Your hair tinkles like fireflies during autumn. Your tits melt like butter in a pan in my hands. I can't wait to be back from this bloody assignment and back under your ass to take a wallop of a shit directly on the middle of my chest. Oh, how I miss the days you only ate soup. Listen, Sadie, I have never felt like this about anyone in my life. Oh, how we danced. Oh, how we tangled ourselves amongst the tossed coats and scarves at the barn dance. 
and you dropped that gigantic turd onto the small of my back. I can still sniff the aroma of our love. You walk the way a swan woman walks with grace and dignity and bowels full of diarrhea. Sit on my lap like you did during the parent-teacher conference when you let those bowels loose and the warm shit spread all over my dick. I flat out miss you, honey. You're my little cucumber. Yours forever. Ted. P.S. If you receive a letter from my brother Tom in the mail, ignore it. He's just looking for more money. Commercial radio. Give us that shit. Commercial radio. 